see what comes up and then uh, open it up for some shares or um, some questions that you might have for Paul afterwards. And uh, today, Paul, I have a, I'll pick a small reading, um, kind of jump around a little bit between page 42 and page 43. All right. And, then, and, and I, I got the last paragraph on page 42. All right. Hold on. All right. This is in quotes here. It says, quite as important was the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. I have since been brought into a way of living infinitely more satisfying and, I hope, more useful than the life I lived before. The old matter of life was by no means a bad one, but I would not exchange it in its best moments for the worst I have now. I would not go back to it even if I could. And then way down at the bottom, I like this last paragraph here. It says, once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink, except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. I'll turn it over to you, Paul. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, that was a great. Thank you. I think this is where in our community here, this thing about, uh, where was this? Uh, let me read it here. Oh, I would not exchange the best moments for the worst I have now. I would not go back to it even if I could. Somehow that got translated in our community that my, uh, my best days of getting loaded were, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, I know I forget the thing, but it, it's much different than this statement. Really. My best day sober is still better than the worst days of using. Yeah. Or whatever. It was just, yeah. uh, or your best days using, well, whatever. I don't know. It's just weird. But hey, welcome. Uh, that's a beautiful thing because obviously if no human power could relieve us of the alcoholism which they keep stating in this book that includes us yes we're a human power and obviously let's just call spirit as an opposite of a of the human power yeah I don't believe it's wise to try to define spirit, but let's just, it's better to find out about it. Yeah. And in recovery, you find out about it really by its effects because, you know, after eight weeks, you haven't drank or used and you, and uh, you're not making a lot of new shit up. So you're going to finally hopefully get the courage to look at the old shit. Yeah. So there's uh and the spiritual principles really are rooted in the main one, which is the reliance, you know, to turning our will and life over to the care of something greater than self. Yes. That's the main spiritual principle of recovery. So that would look like surrender. Yeah. In a way. And surrender and the dilemma of powerlessness, they go all hand in hand. You hopefully you either come slowly or quickly to a rude awakening that you're fucked and you're not managerial quality, literally. Yeah. 
and that no human power, including yourself, is going to be able to change this effect. Uh, so we have to seek it in another way or through another way, which is, uh, and we can't use the mental state to seek it because that's where the problem resides, as it says in our book, yeah? The problem resides in the mind. So reliance on reason and intellect and understanding has not proven reliable concerning this, yeah? And they talk about it quite a lot. Uh, so we can't use the mental condition to attempt to uh, to uh, arrive out of out to, into another condition other than mental. Yeah. So, like Einstein said, you can't you can't use the problem to seek the you know to uh, find the solution, so to speak. Yeah. So it's very clear. If you follow the, the way they describe it, the problem resides in the mind. And what we really need to do as a way of life, you know, an external, uh, let's say, scaffold where recovery can be built. Yeah. Or that to me, the scaffold and what we call us can be built or rebuilt or cleaned up or renovated or restored or recovered. Yeah. Is that way of life. And that way of life is produced by following suggestions and then seeing that they work and those the su suggestions turn into habits and habits are actions without thought and so now you circumvented the main problem which is thinking about the solution is part of the problem so to speak yeah so now you get to a condition where you're not thinking about going to meet to a meeting you're thinking about which one yeah, so you're in the habit of taking care of yourself. You're not thinking about it, yeah? And this is the beautiful design for living. The design needs to be followed, and then the emphasis is on the living after after a while. At the first, the emphasis is on the design, you know, a sober way of life. But then it shifts over time, and the emphasis is, is in the living of it, yeah? In the living of life. So there's a design for living and then there's the living of it, which is great, I feel. Because the living of it, for many of us, it looks like the problem doesn't exist for us anymore. That's the living of it. That's the living of the, of the spiritual principle and of the design for living and of reaching a state of being in the habit of being sober, just like you were in the habit of drinking and fucking up. You're now in the habit of not drinking. Yeah. To the point where you're in an incredibly beautiful state of abstinence where you don't think about it at all. Yeah. I haven't had a strong feeling or thought to get loaded since I got whacked in, you know, 36 years almost ago. Never had. If I had, I probably would have drank. Really, if that's if that if the force of the urge that used to drive me to my uh, hellish destination hadn't been removed, I would probably still be parking in that hellish des destination, literally, because I had no power against it. Yeah. But something removed that urge. And if that urge is still there and the removal is taking a little longer than instantaneously, this is when you just have to buckle up and grow up. Yeah. 
and just do what you need to do for this new condition to set. Yeah. So I don't I cannot relate to have wanting to drink. When I got I got struck sober, I stayed sober in AA. I didn't become sober in AA. I got struck sober and was introduced to AA that night. And I've been and AA and this design for living and the primary spiritual principle is how I have stayed sober. Yeah. Without that, that miracle would have died on the vine maybe in a few days or in a weekend. Yeah. But so, but for some of us, we come in and that urge and that desire to drink is still strong. And this is why we have a community. Yeah. To, and service and commitments there to really just keep us busy so that the work can happen to us. Yeah. Because unbeknownst to us, some primary conditions may be getting changed. Yeah. And then it's funny how people had that urge of drinking. And when it's removed, they don't even, some of them don't even know until a couple of weeks later or a week later because they have, it's been removed. Yeah. And then they go, wow, I don't feel like drinking anymore. Fucking hallelujah. That was the point. Yeah. The urge was removed. And then what happens is you get you a life can occur and not get squashed and fucking run over. And then after 20 years or so, what happens? Some, you know, the head just seizes a moment and leads you to it the, the drink. And then that urge can be back. Wow. I've heard people talk about it. It's the most surprising event they've had in 20 years. They didn't think it would ever be this way again. And then they go out and they want to drink now. And they don't want to be at the meetings. Wow. So I feel humbly, if you are sober or you're in the act of getting into the habit of staying sober, look at alcoholism like a big dog. Yeah, it's asleep now. Don't fucking tease it. Yes. Don't wake it up because it's it's going to be a it's it's going to shit in the lawn. It's going to shit on the rug. It's going to do a lot of stuff. Just freaking let this foundation be built so life can get, you know, can start showing you shit. Yeah. Didn't you notice when you out there, this was one one of my great strategies. I was scared shit to look at the old shit I did. So I made new shit every day. I did. So if I had a court case, I wasn't thinking about how I disappointed my mother and shit. Yeah. If I was trying to get some drugs, da, da, da. so I was making new shit every day. Not so I didn't have to look at the old shit. I was scared shit of the old shit. Yeah. The new shit, I could fucking make it through. Then I got sober and I stopped making shit. And I got and then in the program recovery, I grew some balls or balls were grown so I could face my past by doing the inventory and making amends. This is the rehabilitation or the restoration of a life. Yeah. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. But the the starting point from all of us, I believe, has been getting sober. Stop drinking and using. Yes. So what? So that we can get into, we can enter the business of recovery. 
Yeah, this is a program of recovery. The program in recovery, it's essential you stop drinking. Yeah, but it's a program of recovery. Yeah. Stop drinking. You don't recut, you know, it's not like you're you're drinking like eight ounces and then you drink five ounces and three ounces and you're stopping drinking. Yeah, you're re yes. No, just you stop drinking. And that offers the possibility, it's like a pause in the war, you know, like a ceasefire. And then fucking people, the thing can come in, patch you up and, re and, and allow you to recover from this seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. So you can go about your business of being useful to yourself and others. So, yeah, these are beautiful readings. I'm going to look at that again. And then the last part, once more, so they've said this enough. Yeah, they haven't said it enough. Once more, we're going to just once more, the alcoholic in, at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink. Why is that? Because the problem resides in the mental. Yeah. except in a few rare cases. Neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. Now, you can agree with that or not, but that's the, the spirit of recovery in, in AA, yeah? is reliance on a higher power. How do we arrive at that? By the failing of the lower power. So it says very clearly there's perhaps there's a better way, and they only present two, two ways. The old way was trusting finite self, and the new way is trusting the infinite. That's the process. Yeah. And if you are identified as finite self and you try to trust God, the infinite, let's call it the infinite, that in a weird way is trusting finite self. You see? So if that which is playing God, let's call it the self, is saying, I'm now going to trust the infinite, that's trusting finite self. Yeah. So this is a diminishing, it's a, the program diminishes the mental state and then the spiritual, If let's use those terms, the spirits, that which is incredibly always available at all times, becomes available to us. We become aware of it, yeah? Because our awareness isn't up in the, you know, the porno theater of Paul. It's now out here, and now you become available and present because that's your nature, actually. Yeah. Your nature, not the mental nature, but what we call the spiritual nature. Yeah. And now the balance of power has shifted, and you're losing interest in self and gaining interest in the infinite. Yeah, and it's almost as if maybe in the beginning it seems hard because we have to break out of the gravitational pull of self, but there's a lot of helping hands being offered. This is a we program. Yes? Why do you think, what is every meeting that's been ever established about helping the newcomer or the alcoholic? 
Yeah. To recover from this seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. So we get pulled out of that old gravitational pull. And once you get into the other gravitational pull of the infinite, it becomes like a jet stream. And now the results of being in that jet stream is you are placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. The problem does not exist for you. All these freaking statements have you have not have nothing to do with you. You're not doing shit. You're not thinking shit. And you're relieved of a lot of shit. Yeah. That's when you're in that jet stream of grace. And it's readily available. We just have to break through the other gravitational pull. And that's what the program's about. What church has 600 meetings a week? Tell me. What freaking church has 600 meetings a week? In San Francisco area, there's probably more now. But they used to have 600 meetings a week. Eight, five in the morning. I mean, I if the parasite is a late waker, you know? So you get up early at five, and now you've got a, an advantage to the day. A lot of people like that. They like to start their day at a meeting. It gives them a, an advantage. It does. I was, I'm not in that camp, but yeah. And then there's meetings at 12, and then there's more meetings on Friday nights because of, you know, the threat of fucking getting loaded. We have marathons every, we have the, the addict, the alcoholic trifecta, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. So to make it through that, there's like tons of meetings every hour. Can you imagine? Every half hour, <laughs> just have a meeting. So there's, if you're willing, the tiniest amount of willingness, yeah, just, just to put one pinky out, a hand will grab you. Yeah, don't you think? Yes. So, yeah, so they keep emphasizing because the thing is, we have relied on the mental state, yes? And the mental state is infected. You could say a parasitical movement has taken over the mental state, and the parasitical movement talks to us through the mental state. And it presents its ideas and its feelings and its thoughts as ours. And willingly or unwillingly, we're in the act of being identified as that parasite. Yeah. So when it says, you don't fucking need this, you you believe I don't fucking need this. Yeah. And you, if you don't believe this, why not look at where do, where do most people get off the program early? Fourth step and ninth step. What, what's the big fear of a fourth step? It's an inventory. We take inventory on everyone we see all day. In that little little asylum bus yesterday, there was inventory being taken by everyone in the bus. They're that person, this person. Yes. You know what I mean? We fuck the head loves to take inventory. Why you've come you're presented with an opportunity to take inventory and 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 to, to sweeten the pot, someone's going to listen to your bullshit for four or five hours. I mean, Jesus, how many times did you hope that guy at the bar was going to listen to your story that you've told 800 times? 
You'd even buy him a drink and maybe turn him on to some Coke just for someone to listen to you. Now you have this thing, months of months. I can't, I can't see what's going on because the parasite does not want you to look at your role in things because you will see its role in things. You will see something did for you what you would never do for yourself. It, take, it took you places you never imagined. It made you, you acted from your knees many, many times. You lost all morals, all compass, everything. Something had you by the balls and we were driven. Yeah, Des decisions made on it, on the parasite, let's call it self. Driven by a hundred forms of this fucker, all this thing, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, you'll recognize it as something other than you. Because the only way it worked for me was I when I saw self as foreign to me. It was about seven years into sobriety where I, I, I didn't try to see self as foreign. Something showed me self was foreign. Yeah? Because self is not going to see self as foreign. It's going to keep calling it it you. But something showed me self was foreign. And I'll tell you, it was like a four-minute event. I was reading page 64, being convinced self manifested in various ways, very clear description, has defeated us. Yeah? There's a huge distinction between self and us. In the head, there is no distinction between self and us. It believes the us is self, yes? But there's a huge distinction. We're not self. So being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Very clearly, there's been a separation of self and us. We will now look at its, not ours, its common manifestations. This, this is where I feel... In this community I grew up in, I did not hear this presentation. That's why we're here, to tell you the truth. I just did not hear this presentation. It would have, I think it would have been helpful. But usually when it says it's common manifestation, somehow in, in, in that little white on the page before the next paragraph occurs, something switched where its manifestations were now our manifestations, you see? the act of being identified, but it clearly says its manifestations, which means the pointer is to self, not to us, yeah? We're here, and we're what we're getting defeated by self's manifestations. And you can tell how easily it defeats us because as soon as we get to the next thing, it's our manifestations. These are my resentments, my fears, my harming other people. But that's now how, not how it's described on page 64. And it doesn't matter what Bill W. thought or not, because it's a freaking download. Yeah. It's a download. Those, Bill Wilson had a hell of a fucking time in sobriety, quite a lot. Yeah. It's a download. So suddenly its manifestation, its manifestations, it means self. So self's manifestations 
is what has defeated us and are defeating us. And how does it how does that continue? Because we call them our manifestations. And every instruction I got in my community was to look at your resentments, your fears, Paul, and your acting out and hurting other people when it's clearly described as manifestations of self. Yeah. It's sort of like you see all the shit on the car and you go to the car wash and one stain lives through the fucking car wash. It never gets washed off. That 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 sense, the identification as self travels well. It travels into the solution. It travels into the design for living. It travels with us because we're in the act of being identified as it. We cannot recognize it from us. Obviously, because if there's a clear description and we love this big book, then the clear description is resentments are not our manifestations. They are self-manifestations in our life. Yeah. Therefore, if they're if we're calling it our manifestations, yes, our mind, then self is in our life. Definitely. I cannot believe how much shit I get got from this. It just blows my mind. People are, don't let anyone come to these talks. They, they're going to be poisoned with what? It's right in the big book. Yeah. Tell me how, how can in one sentence, us and self be the same thing? It just doesn't, it's not true. Yeah. I've argued with people, people who've come over for dinner. I've never seen them again with more time than me. And I told my girlfriend, let's not do this, but it happened. And I said, all right, so you believe self is us? That they're interchangeable? Yes. Well, I just, well, it just blew my mind. I can't see it that way. I don't know. So maybe I need to be in, in the insane asylum bus. Yeah. But you're not going to convince me the shit I did while under the influence, I chose to do it. You're never going to convince me of that. Never. I could not come up with most of the shit that happened. Yeah. I wouldn't wish it on the worst person I know. Yeah. So, so, and it's true throughout the book. I bet yourself is the most used word in the book. And it's always self-imposed calamity driven if you're driven you're not the driver if you're driven you cannot be the driver yeah it's like sometimes i'm someone sitting next to me i won't mention her name and i'm the driver and she's the driven but she's actually acting like the driver i i want to put a fake gas pedal and a brake because the most aware I ever see her is when I'm driving. But she's the driven. But she's completely in the state of being the driver. <laughs> it makes... <laughs> this is what the thing is. We're like the driven thinking we're the driver. 
Yeah. And as soon as the GPS of the real driver makes a mistake, there's rationalizations. We just, oh, I wanted to do that anyway. No, you fucking didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's amazing. The head says, I feel disconnected. Oh, I feel disconnected. Give me a freaking break. Have you ever been out of a moment? If you look at all the video tapes, you've been in every moment you've been in. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't there. Yes, you were. Yeah. I'm not really sober today. Yes, you probably are. If you're not drinking, you meet the requirement. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel like I'm sober. Then do some service. You'll feel you won't be so concerned how you what how you feel. Yeah. So, yes, thank you. This is very good readings. I could get into it. This is the, you know, this is the platform. It's been awesome because we don't vary. We don't really uh, go that much off the track because I truly believe if you don't see this, you're going to be looking from it. Yeah. And if you're looking from self and trying to, see self you're going to see self as self <laughs> you're going to be blind to a lot of shit you are i mean <laughs> uh, i meet people they're sober their life is really good and yet they have a lot of guilt and shame for what they did when they were out there could you imagine if they could see that they weren't the doer of that shit and finally get some forgiveness in that? You can't tell me that I did it when if, if these thousands of cars of us, when driven by this thing called self, end up in the same three parking spaces, institution, jails, and death, you, you were not the driver there. You were driven by the same driver that has driven many of us to that place of incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. There's gotta, there's, you gotta get a break sooner or later. Yeah, you know, carrying an old an old package from 36 years ago into every moment, and then in a weird way having to dump it on other people, maybe, or. Yeah. Don't you see that's as almost self-obsession if you think you're the worst person that ever happened or you did the most heinous thing? To me, that's just self-arrogance, really. Yeah. You're not you're not bad bad enough not to be forgiven. It's just not. You were driven, bro. You were not the driver. And now we're being driven by spirit. And it seems like many of us find it quite easy to have a lot of gratitude and honor for that which is keeping us sober. I don't understand we can't apply the same recognition to that which kept us unsober. Yeah. We tend to give great credit to the higher power, but we give no accountability to the lower power. We keep calling all what it did through us as us. I mean, that is the bondage of self. I mean, seriously, yeah, that is the bondage of self. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Paul. Okay. We uh, we open up at this time for any um, any questions for Paul. Please use the raise hand feature, and uh, we'll take you in order. Anybody like to come in? Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> do another reading, Mike. I can. Yeah, do... Uh, what page do you want me to go to? Let's do 5253 and we agnostics. I like that thing about faith. I think All that right. could that should be pounded into us to get a All sense right. of something. Yeah. All right. All right. I found it here. Page 52, second paragraph. The bottom one, right? Well, I, I I think I think what you're looking for is this part, but I may I may be wrong. We had to ask ourselves why we shouldn't apply to our human problems the same readiness to change our point of view. No, no, no. This is the oh. one uh this is the bottom of well, let me see. Page fifty three? Yeah, bottom of page 53 to oh, the top of... Oh, 54. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was natural. Page 53, bottom of the page. That yeah. was natural. But let us think a little more closely. Without knowing it, have we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith? For did not we... For did we not believe in our own reasoning? Did we not have confidence in our own... Our, our ability to think... What was that but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. Yes. Perfect. This is an incredible reading. This is in We Agnostics, and of course he's going through a lot. We could have read a couple of paragraphs, but this is fine. Uh, first of all, without knowing it, that was pretty much a uh, a constant condition we were in while under the uh, addiction. Yes, alcoholism. We we without knowing it, there was a parasite living through us, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like they say, some people are going to be self centered but they don't think so. Don't you think that would be? the parasites rebuttal of the clear recognition that you're selfish and self-centeredness, it would keep you in the dark about that and actually have you thinking you're not. Yeah. That's not you doing it. That's something doing it in you. Yeah. So here he talks about, uh, without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith, so we had faith in the thought system, yeah, where the problem resides. When they say the problem resides in the mind, what do you believe they, they're, they're pointing at? The thought system, yes? When you, what the narration you're hearing about life and everything playing in the head, yes? I would say that's what they're speaking about. So the problem resides there. Wow. And, and the fact is it's active. It's not sleeping there. It's active. So it's informing us of itself through the thoughts, yeah? And the interpretations of feelings and stuff like that. It's actually interpreting life for us. 
and then decisions are based on those interpretations that set off trains of circumstances that can bring us misfortune, and then we don't feel like we deserve it, so resentment starts to grow. Yeah? Yeah. So, and he's saying, without knowing it, have we not been brought to there, uh, to where we stood by a certain kind of faith? Yeah, faith in the thought system. Yeah? This is why it says the the old way was trusting the finite self. What is that but faith in the thought system or the narration? Yeah. I mean, it's good to have an intimacy with these descriptions because it's catching the activity that we're in right now. So faith is the great mover in our lives. And I'm not talking about a faith like Christianity. And even when people say they have no faith, there's faith in that, yes? So faith is the moving force, almost like gravity or dark matter. I believe faith is like a force, one of the elemental forces. Yeah, And in our case, the faith somehow quickly or slowly was put into this idea of, of a finite self. And it was the faith in the finite self that produced everything that happened to us. Self did not produce it. The faith in it produced it, yeah? The faith is what causes manifestation. The self was a manifestation of great faith in the thought system. Yeah. So he's trying to get us, I believe, I'm interpreting as, he's trying to get us to a point of recognizing this faith, yeah? And then he goes, for did we not believe in our own reasoning? What's your own reasoning? Thinking, yes? Did we not believe in our own thinking? He's describing, not the drinking and using, obviously, he's describing some of the root of the problem, which is faith in the thoughts that are infected with alcoholism. Yeah? We believe we should be able to trust them, but they're not trustworthy anymore. Yet we keep calling them ours and we keep seemingly following them. Yeah. There's no dispute. It usually talks to us as us and we just go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. With an amazing success rate, after being completely beaten and destroyed, it will still make it look like a good idea to get loaded again. It's mind-boggling to me, really. Isn't it the power there or the faith, really? So he says, what was that? What was that? Faith in the reasoning, yeah? What was that but a sort of faith? Exactly. This is, this, I just love this paragraph because this is what I believe. I believe we're at the, the huge influence of faith, yeah? And it matters where the faith is put into, that's going to be how it manifests. So I believe I have had a huge amount of faith in thoughts in this life and my opinions and my interpretations and my inventories of others. And that faith, not, to, not the thoughts, but the faith is what did it. The faith is what, the faith, the misdirected faith led to my demise, so to speak. Yeah? Not the thought system, because 
we're, we have the same thought system and we're sober 35 years. It's not killing us every day. We may not like it. It may irritate you. It may, you know, cause you to have to make amends, but it's not fucking putting you into a life or death situation every second because there's been, the faith has moved. Yeah. So he goes here. What was this, that, but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful. That means faithful beyond faithful. Yes. We have been, we have been believing we were on a cruise when the ship was about a thousand feet below the surface. Yes. <laughs> we're taught we've gone down. We, we the Titanic has sunk and we're still sitting in our fucking chairs. <laughs> That's abject faith, man. You're not jumping off the fucking. It's like riding a dead horse for years, and buying it saddles and shit. You know, it's dead. <laughs> but I believe no. So he goes. Uh, what was that but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful in the God of reason. That's the playing God. This is what he says in the book, quit playing God. The God is the God of reason. It's in the thoughts. Yeah, that's where it's playing God. You can't quit it, but you can see you're not the one that's playing God. It's not you. Something is playing God in you, and it ain't you. You're the effect of what's playing God. You're not the, the verb of playing God. You're at the effect of what's playing God. Yeah. So in one way or another, this is incredible because it captures everything. So after he says this, and if you feel like it's making sense, he caps it off with, so in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. Faith had been involved all the time. And what is, if you look at the different ways, there's one similarity, trust or faith. Trust in finite self or trust in the infinite. That's it, bro. That's it. We are the we are the bringer of trust in finite self or the bringer of trust in the infinite. Yes. When the trust in the finite self reaches a certain point, we're not the bringer of it. We are driven. We are the vehicle for it. We are its way of expressing. We are its fucking transportation. Yeah. When the infinite is running the show, we are an instrument. And we are going to be better for that, and other people will be better for that. Yes. It's completely different. Yeah? So the faith is going to manifest in the vehicle it's put in. We have had enough manifestations of faith in the vehicle it's been put in called self. We've had enough, fuckers. Could you imagine still breathing life to something you didn't do 36 years ago? Going over it and over it. Why did I do that? You didn't do that. I shouldn't have done that. Yes, but you're powerless, obviously. You weren't at the controls, brother. You were being driven. Yeah. 
it doesn't mean, seem like much, but it's huge because it allows the past to be other than something you don't want to look into. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. If there's no more, if there should be a question now or a share, I hope. Yeah, no, we have no hands up right now still, Paul. All right. Oh, here we go. All right. Our friendly Chris, Chris is always down for a share or a question. Come on in, Chris. I'm hey. I'm always happy to oblige. Yeah, you are. Thank you. Yeah, I really, really appreciate the reading and the comment, Paul. This thing about the not me doing it. There are these days where when you talk about the the voices kind of changing from CNN to Comedy Central. So, you know, I'm like functioning, I get up and I, somehow I was like working out at eight o'clock this morning. I don't know how that happened. And I'm uh, doing, doing some work on my book and going right along. Meanwhile, the voice is just the insane nihilistic voices telling me this is pointless. Why am I doing this? It's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, not going to, and I, and I, yeah, and I, and I wonder, there's part of it is like, well, it's distorting the spiritual message of kind of like, this is pointless. And I, and I don't, I don't feel like that's right. Do you know what I mean? No, you know, say that again, looking at something. I'll, I'll use, I, some, some, the, the message of non-duality can be kind of twisted to be like, well, well, there's no Paul, so. He doesn't really get anything from going in the water, even though I know that you get a, a lot from being in the water. And so my head is always telling me, well, you shouldn't get too excited about, you know, your book or your work or blah, blah, because it doesn't really mean anything. So meanwhile, that voice is just chugging away while my body is apparently doing all this stuff anyway. It yes. doesn't feel like Comedy Central, and yet I'm not followed. I'm I'm not Obeying well, if, with you don't have to make it comedy central. You're going to have more distance as it goes along. And the more distance from the CNN uh, headquarters, you'll become, it'll, it'll turn into more comedy central. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just strange. Maybe the middle phase will be like the Daily Show when Jon Stewart used to do it. So and then there'll be... <laughs> So it can may in some areas it will go full com uh, comedic soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. It's kind of dark humor. This life comes along with a narrative. That's what happens. Now, when the narrative takes over the life, that's something. It needs to have a balance. But you're going to hear about life from the head. You are. Now, I hope living life will become the dominant experience for you instead of listening to the interpretation of living life. I, I think seems to be part of what happens in the program. Yeah. Something seems to be living life without, that's what's so kind of strange about it. I, I'm definitely li living life. I look back at the end of the day, I look at like what I did today. It's like super hard to get out of bed, but I, I did get out of bed and then I did a lot of stuff today. Exactly. I, and the head has a, a, a different narrative. You have to realize the head is not responding to the moment. It's reacting to the moment from the past. 
it lives with it has doesn't have an infinite amount of narrative loops it has a few yeah. and it leaves it leaves a little bit of of space for different names and locations to appear but it's basically very similar riffs most of the time and like a, a lot of times you'll catch it on a day in let's say 2024 and it's blatantly playing a 1989 narrative i mean it's blatantly you're a little kid again and you did something you're not supposed to do it's so, it's so freaking obvious yeah. that something is playing to you you are the audience because we're listening to something that's not us yeah the audience is what's living what's playing the narrative to us about life is not living i just yeah. don't know how to i don't know how to tell the difference like like you, will. you... It's, it's just over time comes sometimes quickly or slowly and that which says it it seems frustrated that it does it can't see the difference is is on the selfing side for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's more this scared than do. frustrated. Selfing will become the greatest detective concerning itself. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not in that. We're not getting hyper clear about self as self. We lose interest in it. That's what happens. And therefore, yeah. if you're doing something and you're enjoying it, that's what's going on. There's no big fucking, like, it's not like a, a statement, then a rebuttal of the statement. You just lose interest in self. And self, when you're in, when the interest in self is there, it can't imagine loss of interest in self. Yeah. You can't, because when it's trying to imagine it, that's interest in self. That's it. Yes? Yeah. It's the reason that I find it hard is because there there are some addictions. I'm not talking about the kind of umbrella addiction of self. I'm talking about like the specific addiction, like it could be to drugs or exercise or whatever. There are some addictions that on the surface, the society kind of applauds that. So so it be, can become a question of like, whoa, is that is that something I'm doing because it's good for me? Or, be, see, or is that's it... not the addiction. It's not the thing that you're doing. It's doing that thing. See, the head claims to be the doer of that thing. That's where the addictive nature can appear. Because some people can take drugs and not have that become a fucking... It's a ceremony. It's something else. So it's not the drug. It's not this. It's not that. It's, it's something in it that uses that activity... For a different agenda, which is all right. I totally see what you're saying now. The ball, yeah. I yeah. totally, I totally, I 100 see what you're saying now, and it is actually really obvious. Yes, it's really obvious when you ask, "What? Why am I compelled to do this? Or what do I think I'm going to get? Or what? What's going to happen to me if I don't do it?" And it, immediately you can see it. It is. It is. It's not the thing itself at all. Actually, of course it isn't. This isn't about. You know, to get in here, we got to stop drinking and using because uh, that groove is familiar still in us. Yeah. And you don't want to trigger that groove to activate. So for us, because this, of the severity of the addiction, we can't play around with that thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, 
surfing is not an addiction. It can be an activity that addiction can use to express itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. This is the difference. Yeah. So it's I not gotcha. about what you do unless what you do is triggering that addictive activity. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And totally, you'll totally. have to stop doing that for a while. Yeah. But we'll do it a different way. Of that, it's because of the head. It's like, I think you can do it a different way. Like some people might be like super competitive and then they don't need to necessarily stop surfing or playing sports. They need to just go into it with a very different. Well, this is what happens when the self-centeredness expands and you see things in different ways instead of in a myopic way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. I appreciate that. You know, I'm a slow student. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm you're a, not. Point is, I'm a five lifetime member of Zen. What's Club. interested in the changes is what's going to be changed, actually. Yeah. What's interested yeah. in noting how things are changing, that's what gets changed. And it you it cannot imagine its absence. You're gonna really enjoy its absence. <laughs> I have it sometimes, actually. I, I've definitely yeah, I have these yeah. periods of okayness that are so so bizarre. Oh, everything's okay. More Pro- recovery progresses, just like they give the big threat. The disease progresses. Well, recovery progresses also. Yeah. Yes, more gets revealed. Yeah. Yeah. See the the one who's interested in getting the relief is what you're relieved of. relieved of that drive which is another form of not acknowledging or accepting what's going on mm-hmm. you that's what you you don't lose interest you may lose interest in certain things you do or don't do but the biggest loss of interest is in the idea of being the doer of the things that's mm-hmm. where the relief lies i can see yeah. that yeah i yes. can see that so and this is why it's difficult when we're coming in. So we have service because service will pull the attention and interest out of its orbit from around that planet of Paul. And oh, it's then, crazy. And then you, you're represented by that planet of Paul, but you are not the planet of Paul. Feel a lot different when you're out of Paul. It's crazy. I, I mentor artists, young artists from all over the world. And so I'm, which is half like being a therapist. And, and so I get a, you know, I'll get a call or an email from, cause they're in any different time zone and immediately whatever I'm, whatever's going on just goes away and I'm just yes. focused on helping them. Yes. So this is a shift of interest and attention, yeah. which instead of the interest and attention enslaving us in the moment, it will enrich our moment. It's the same interest and attention. It's the same faith. It's where it's put in. I see. I get. Yeah. The effect of the experience. My my faith has. I used to say that I didn't. I'm not like a person of faith. But now what it is is that it's switched around. Like I I I don't trust my ability to predict things at all. I wouldn't trust you as far as I could throw (laughs) you, and I haven't even (laughs) met you yet. So there. I appreciate the message, Paul. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I have a question from outside. We have some... Who are these folks? Oh, when I got dropped off 
from the asylum bus. Two of them came out with us. Now we're here with them. All right. What well, you have a question? Just a clarification on where abstinence. I'll have to talk with you because it can't. Yeah, yeah. Leave it for yeah, leave it for another time. Yeah, because I'm coming to the end. So, yeah. Hey, I got a hey, I got a quick housekeeping item. You have a what? Housekeeping item. Yes. I need uh, Martin wants to be of service in this meeting. I just remembered Michael Stacy sent me something, but Michael, can you hook him up with the Paul Hederman service team, and then we'll put him in the rotation for you Martin. That'd be that'd be exciting. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Carrie. All right, before we go, uh, Paul, we have a question that's uh, hands raised by John S. Hi, John. How you doing? Can you unmute? I can. Yes. Hi. It's. Uh, I just. I just want to. Um. Just want to. <clears throat> uh, I just want to uh, thank Paul. I um. I kind of listened to about a hundred hours of, of of um. Paul's stuff, and I just find it. Uh, I just know. I just know that I, I. I can't really put it into words because I, all I can say is I just know that this this guy is telling the truth. Um. I've been in recovery a long time, um, and I could. I when he, you know, before when Paul talked about uh, I was blessed as well that I haven't had a drink since I came to Alcoholics Anonymous. But the idea that my life was unmanageable, you know, I could have put my hand on a lie detector and I could see the unmanageability inactive when I was drinking, and I had this I believe that once I put the drink down, everything was going to fall into place. Because the unmanageability was in the in the rear view mirror, and uh, I'm I'm Irish and I, I kind of grew up. I never did a second step, simply because I was Irish Catholic, and I'm just kind of I don't want to take time up in the meat, but I actually never did that because I I knew they were talking about God as you know, that's what I believed, and I jumped straight to the third step. But I like I said, I grew up with a lot of hellfire and brimstone, and I had to really go back and look at the second step. And uh, I just, I just want to say, uh, um, I'm in the right place. I, I, I'm just, I just know what's going on here. Is I want to be part of it. Thank you very much. Well, great, man. I'm, uh, I have a soft spot for the Irish. I'm from Irish, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in my car because I got a. I'm an I'm Irish. I got a bunch of kids, and I I have to sit in my car because there's no room in the house to have a, a one to one. You know, I'm a good Catholic. I'm a good Catholic. I used to be. I used to be young and beautiful, but now I'm just beautiful. <laughs> leave it with that. Well, I, I love you. I think. Uh, I love your laugh. That's what I wanted to say, and I'm finishing that. I wrote a blot in in your thing yesterday. Okay. I can't. In in the in the in the thing is put on YouTube yesterday, that what that is the it's the true self. When I, when you laugh, that primal laugh is is the true self laughing at the false self. And when and I could if he, if he did nothing else but laugh through the whole thing, it would be just like uh it's, and in and I just if I had a question, the question would be um about surrender and grace. And is is surrender active or is it grace? And yeah, I'm sure I, thank surrender, you. I think surrender uh, is the activator, but it's not active because it's surrendered. You have come to 
some conclusions or been brought to some conclusions or to being convinced with a clearer understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then that just allows the grace to sort of uh, flood in, so to speak. Yeah. That's my feeling. So I feel there's, if you ever been given the gift of surrender, it can turn into surrendered and get established. And then that uh, to me is the grace. Yeah. Yeah. I think surrender established is grace. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. But uh, yeah, this whole idea of no human power, then that power that we can't deem to be human, many of us would imply that to be grace. Yes. And I think grace abounds and, uh, yeah yeah well i'm so happy to talk with you bro and uh let's uh stay sober today together right yes hallelujah yeah so thank you yeah i guess we'll end now on that lovely note yeah okay thank you and remember we have a talk today at 4 30 pacific time i say this so because i have to remember 4 30 pacific time on another topic called non-duality. Uh, yeah, every Tuesday. All right, so I'm going to say start saying goodbye. We got Prismatic Sovereign. Very cool. Yeah, it's an interesting one. John S. in Florida. Martin. Yes, service Martin. It'll be a pleasure to have you run the ship here. Kerry. Joseph C., my friend in France. Sanjay just popped in and out with someone else. There they are. Hello. That's cool. Kathy, Kathy in Cleveland. She's been soaking this stuff up. Very good. Chris B., as always. Thank you, Chris. Pancho. Nice to see you, Pancho. Uh, Mark S. in Silver Spring. Welcome. Roman Mueller. Yes, we say here, yes. Irina Gare, just listening, yes. Axel, Ilane, I think I got it close. <laughs> Reed, nice to see you, Reed. Terry, Chris Blake, Oliver in Berlin, Greg, oh, in Kentucky, nice to see Greg. Bill Churchman, Emerson McGee, uh, Emerson McGee. Uh, some phone numbers, Christine and Kona, Kathleen. Yes, we know Kathleen. Smitty. Paul, yes. I just wanted to mention that the schedule for tonight's meeting isn't up on the board, but I'm going to contact Mike about it. All right. That's great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you're you welcome. Much, okay. You're welcome. Fletch, Rob, Kentucky. You have to realize I've lost interest in Paul. <laughs> I don't look at our own schedule. <laughs> it never even comes up. It's weird. Not a good uh, ambitious career plan. All right, well, listen, I'm happy to see everybody. Hopefully, if you're here uh, and you wanted to come, to today later it's going to be on at 4 30 
All right. Thanks. Karen Ray. I missed Karen Ray, Rob, Kentucky, Terry in Maine. Nice to see Terry. Uh, Bill there. We got him. And uh, I think I covered everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Mahalo, Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Paul.